So I feel like I have struggled a lot in life and honestly, nothing external. (laughs) I had a pretty easy life growing up. You know, I grew up in an upper middle class community. I grew up in a safe community. I went to a great school with, you know, a great Indian community. I have two loving, supportive parents. I have a supportive sister. I have parents and an older sister that are willing to support me financially and help me out in any way that they can. Nothing was really wrong in my life. So why was I so miserable? (laughs) Why was I a failure? Why was I so unsuccessful? The root of my unhappiness was where I was in life and the fact that I couldn't provide for those that I cared for. A lot of my ego and my pride still exists in space that, you know, I I like to provide for people that I care for. I like to have that money as to show, you know, that I I have made it in life or the academic credentials to show that I made it in life or the career, you know, it's all just, it's not even an ego. It's more of like when you are a first generation immigrant and you see your parents work so hard to give you a better life, there is an added pressure to be even more successful than they ever were. Um, to give back to them and to, you know, make them proud. But anyways, if you have ever felt this way or you're feeling this way right now, I am going to help you. So throughout my life, my parents were so understanding and very supportive of me. I never did chores around the house and, you know, my parents never expected me to get a job as a teenager. All they wanted from me was to focus on my studies and thrive in my education. But I wasn't. I wasn't doing that. Life was so easy for me as a teenager. Everything was handed to me. I had so many opportunities at the tip of my fingers, but I was never reaching for them. As I got older and I saw my peers progress, you know, getting fit, getting their dream jobs, you know, getting into their dream schools, you know, like, I know like 10 people from my high school that are in their, you know, they're doing their graduate studies and they're at Stanford, you know, they're making their parents proud. Watching all of that made me become very insecure, you know, not to even mention that I felt like everyone thought I was a failure. That was also another thing that I struggled with. Um, So there were two pivotal moments in my life that tore my dignity apart and specifically during my adult life. Um, 
The first situation occurred at a Christmas party when I saw my childhood friends who I didn't seen in a year or so and they are very smart and very successful people they did really well in their studies all throughout elementary middle high school and college they're very very smart people they both went to amazing schools and they're just doing amazing things in their life and as we were talking i realized that they were asking about each other's lives, discussing what they were up to, and not a single person bothered to ask me about my life. You know, what what are you doing? What are you up to? And this made me feel really insecure. Like, do people think? Like, like I already think of myself as a failure. I already think that I'm unsuccessful. Do these people, are these people validating that they too think that I am unsuccessful, that I am a failure, and that they don't have to ask me about my life because they already know that I'm an up to nothing. So that was an incredibly awful, awful situation for me. And the next situation the second situation was in front of my family we were on the phone with someone from our extended family and they were congratulating my older sister on a big achievement and we were congratulating their child because of an achievement but when it came to me this family member and just a disclaimer you know our relationship it was is very light-hearted we're always joking with each other and very sarcastic and very witty towards each other um you know so that's you know we're, we're like that but still what they said hurt me a lot um and after we got done congratulating their child and after they got done congratulating my sister um that family member said, and congratulations to Vinya on her boyfriends. In the moment, I played it off, but it stung so bad. I went up to my room and cried, and I I thought about it for weeks, and, and when I still think about it, it makes me really sad, you know? <sighs> you know, because was that all that people had to say about me? Like, there was just nothing to commend you know there's nothing to show for on my end like someone has to crack a joke and and be like oh congratulations on your boyfriends haha like i had nothing like you were just congratulating my sister on a very very prestigious big achievement and you were co- and we're congratulating your child on a very very amazing prestigious achievement and then to say that it it really dug deep and and mind you these instances were only a few weeks apart so i was a glass bottle i was very very fragile at that time you know and a year went by and i you know i allowed myself to be sad and I wallowed in my own self-pity I felt bad for myself 
and I turned into a victim, which was my biggest fear (laughs) because I knew someone just like that and I separated myself from someone just like that. And I guess to give you guys context, I do have to tell you some stories, but I became close with someone and I'm going to keep them completely anonymous, but this person was a few years older than me and less than a year apart from my sister's age. And they were incredibly unsuccessful. They, I guess in the duration of our friendship, they had gained a lot of weight and they blamed it on external factors. They couldn't get a job and they blamed it on other people. They blamed pretty much every bad thing that has ever happened to them on other people rather than taking accountability for their actions and I hated that about them especially since this person was close in age to my sister and yet my sister had achieved so much more compared to her and and listen I am not comparing in a malicious way at all you know But if this person had just taken accountability and was self-aware that they weren't taking the proper steps to be a better version of themselves, I wouldn't have even cared. But it was the fact that this person was constantly having a pity party and it was so despicable because everyone around this person had to listen to it constantly. I remember one time... I was on the phone with this person and they were complaining about how much weight they've gained. But right after they finished complaining, they ordered takeout from a fast food place. And then when I talked about working out, they complained of not being able to afford a gym membership. And they also said they don't have workout shoes. And so I was like, you don't need shoes to do a quick ab workout at home or even yoga. There's other ways to work out than going to the gym. And they brushed me off and they said how tired they were all the time. And then I pointed out that they worked from home three out of the five days of the week. And they would always brag about taking naps in the middle of the day when they were supposed to be working. So it was just excuse after excuse and like this person was just not taking accountability they were not agreeing at all they would they were not even coming to terms that they were at fault this made me absolutely hate this person and more importantly i feared becoming this person i was absolutely terrified to turn into them And lo and behold, one day I took a good look at myself and my life and realized that I am that person. I think I hated that person so much because I was afraid of turning into them as well as I was already slowly turning into them. And even though I never talked about my struggles to anyone outwardly or voiced that I wasn't where I wanted to be, 
I was still thinking like a victim. I felt like I was so unlucky. I felt like the universe was out to get me or that it just favored other people over me. Pretty much to the point where I stopped trying. I stopped attempting to achieve things. I stopped shooting my shot and my life came to a halt. Just nothing happened. (laughs) Days mushed together because of my lack of productivity, my lack of motivation, my lack of energy, my lack of interest and excitement. And I became less and less confident in myself. But here is how I fixed it and slash fixing it because I, I am I am still in the beginning of my journey. Um, so one day <laughs> I came across a TikTok video. Yes, I, I saw it on TikTok and I'm not ashamed of it. I can't find it to credit the girl because it was over a year ago, but basically the girl said to think of life as a game. When you play a game, there's an objective. And even if something is hard, you keep trying over and over and over again until you're able to achieve that goal or that mission. Think of your life as a game right when you wake up in the morning. Like, what are your objectives? Write out a detailed to-do list with everything you need to do. And don't stop there. Create a challenge for yourself. You know, the next thing you need to do is is give yourself a certain amount of time to do it. So, for example, when I wake up in the morning, I make my bed. If I don't time myself because I think I have all the time in the world, I'll take like 10 minutes to do my bed. I'll, I'll make a part of my bed and then I'll walk away and then I'll make another part of my bed and then walk away and do something else. If you set a timer, it realistically only takes me two to three minutes to make my bed. So I set a timer and I create a challenge for myself. Okay, I need to make my bed within these next three minutes. And you just watch yourself be so much more productive Okay, my next tip is when you make decisions, I want you to visualize yourself walking in a forest and you come across two paths and visualize where each path will lead you. For example, let's say I'm procrastinating on working on an assignment and I'm scrolling on my phone. In that very moment, You're going to visualize yourself, okay? Or in that case, I'm going to visualize myself standing in front of two paths. The first path is path one. I can continue to procrastinate and then open my laptop hours later and realize that I needed way more time to work on the assignment and I rushed to get through it and end up getting a bad score on it because I didn't give myself the proper time to work on it. The second path, path two, I can get off my phone, I give myself enough time to do my assignment and submit something that is of quality. I have the rest of my night to enjoy without the thought of an assignment looming over my head and preventing me from fully enjoying my relaxation time. 
visualizing paths has truly helped me pick the right one and make the right decisions because I'm fully visualizing the consequences of my actions. When you visualize yourself at a path and you are completely seeing the action through, you're nine times out of ten, you're going to choose the the better outcome for yourself. You know, no matter how uncomfortable it may be in the beginning, you're still choosing the right path for yourself. So that has really helped me. And once you get the hang of doing this, making the right decision will just become second nature to you. You won't even have to visualize anything. So my next tip is to journal, daily journaling. I write down my intentions for the day or I manifest what I want. For example, I've always kind of been an A, B, and sometimes C student. And as bad as that may sound, or as, as bad as this may sound, I have never really gotten straight A's before. I have always gotten three A's and a B or whatever, you know, like it's never consistently A's. And one summer, this was my freshman year of college, going into my sophomore year, I believe, I decided to just manifest it. I woke up every day and before I would start my schoolwork, I would journal for 10 minutes, no matter what. If it was, if I was starting my work in the evening, if I was starting my work in the morning, whenever I started my work, before I did anything, I would journal for 10 minutes and I would write down, I got straight A's this semester. I got, a, I got an A on this assignment. I got an A on this project that I'm working on right now. I can't believe how good it worked out. Whatever, whatever. Okay, write down whatever you want. And because it was always on my mind and I was constantly moving with intention, I was able to achieve straight A's that semester. It was, it was truly crazy. It was like I was, I'm slowly learning about myself when I do stuff like that. My next tip is to just change my mindset on everything. And I know this may sound so vague, but I'm going to get more in-depth, obviously. (laughs) Um, I basically stopped telling myself that things were hard or difficult to achieve. I felt like that just created an awful mental blockage for me. So I'm going to give you guys an example. Um, When I was a freshman in college, I had to take my very last math class and i hated math class i or i hated math i did everything to avoid math i thought it was so hard i had such a hard time in high school to the point where i had three tutors at the same time (laughs) i was that bad at math and when i was in college i was all by myself and this was also during COVID, so I wasn't on campus, I wasn't seeing my professor every day, so I had to figure it out by myself. My mom and my dad weren't there to hold my hand and talk to my teachers and hire tutors for me. I had to figure out how I was going to navigate this, so 
Every time I logged on and started working on my math problems, I would repeat, this is so easy, in my head. It would be on repeat in my head. As I would be solving problems, I would be like, this is so easy. This is so easy. This is so easy. And you guys, (laughs) I passed math with a 96% on my own. That has never happened to me in my life. Once I started telling myself, oh, this is so easy, this is so easy, I removed a mental block in my head that allowed myself, that allowed me to take that information in rather than reject it. And you can apply this to anything. You know, let's say you're applying for a job, like just repeat in your head while you're doing it. Oh, this is so easy. Like this job is so easy. I'm so qualified for this. Oh, this is so easy. Create a habit of repeating those those phrases those affirmations until you completely rewire your brain and you just start to think like that naturally everything you take on it's like i literally this is so easy i don't even need to put any brain work in this it's so easy it's so simple that's the way you rewire your brain and you start attracting good things in your life and finally my last tip and something that is very personal to me is that is to just jump into things. What I mean by this is to just stop thinking and stop overthinking. And honestly, I think this was one of my biggest flaws. I wanted to do so much and I would always think about doing so much. The key word here being wanted to and was thinking about it i was always fantasizing about doing these amazing things in my life and i would research it and research it and then i would hear some of the negatives about it and i would back out for example for the longest time i would fantasize about playing the piano and i would think and think about it constantly and i would research it and the second someone would say oh it's so difficult to learn you got to practice a lot you got to dedicate so much time it doesn't come easily it creates another mental blockage where i'm like i don't think i can do it and then i shy away from it or another example of me not jumping into things is i would want to take something on but because i'm such an anxious person to feel safe when I go into a situation, I need to do as much research on it as I possibly can. I felt like I needed to be so well-versed in something before I started it that I would just do research for months and months and months and I would never end up getting into what I wanted to get into in the first place. I realized that this is the worst possible technique. (laughs) It is clearly not working out for me. I realized that the most successful people in life just jump into things and hope and pray that it works out. And honestly, it does. Most of the time, it does. And if it doesn't, it's not as bad as you not doing anything. You know, if you hold your head up high and you are confident, you will find your way just fine. You know, nine times out of ten, most people have no idea what they're doing you know they are also learning as they go 
So there's no shame in in not knowing what you're getting into. Just put yourself out there and you're going to deal with obstacles along the way. But it's better than never starting. This is such a cheesy quote, but one of my friends always says it and it it's on it it stuck to me. But the quote is you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, which is completely true. If I'm playing a game and I'm not even attempting to score, I'm not going to have any points at the end of the game. So shoot your shot. <laughs> you know, I I think uh, like last year I was applying to jobs, okay? After after I graduated, I was applying to, to jobs or excuse me, I wasn't applying to jobs. I was thinking of applying to jobs and I was like, oh, okay, I need to make sure my resume is amazing. I need to research how to fix my resume. I need to research how to do well in job interviews. I need to research, oh, this, I need to learn. It's like, and then I never ended up applying to the jobs that I wanted to apply to. By the time I got around to it, they were all expired job applications. No one was hiring. So, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And I told, I talked about this in, in my college episode, but something is better than nothing. Something is always better than nothing. So even if you're in school, and, and, and I had a problem with this in school, which I talked about in, in, the, in the episode, so go check it out. But just to give you a brief explanation, if you're listening to my podcast for the first time, um, I would look at an assignment and be like, fuck, this is so hard. I can't do it. I would one, set a mental blockage for myself. And then two, I wouldn't feel like I needed to do so much research on what I was writing about or so much research on the assignment that I was about to do that I would freak out and I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it at all. And I'm telling you right now, some points is better than none in the great book. And it's the same in life. Attempt everything. You know, try everything. Figure out what you like. Figure out what you don't like. And move accordingly. But you cannot just sit and wait for something to happen to you. You cannot sit and wait for someone to hand you an opportunity. You Because no one knows you exist. If you don't put yourself out there, no one will know you exist. And that's something that I'm learning. That's something I'm reminding myself of every day. And I think it's so important to just remind yourself, write it on a sticky note and slap it on a wall and look at it every day and make sure you see those affirmations every single day. Just everything is easy. Like, oh, like put yourself out there, like good, um, you know, affirmations that you repeat in your head every day. So anyways, I hope some of this helped. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll catch you guys in the next one.